0: Alright, I already started.
1: Okay, go ahead. Okay. This is the first one. I haven't, I haven't put my thing yet. Alright. Really right. You ready?
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay,
1: go ahead and, and record. Okay, and then we're going to do the clap still mm-hmm. just so that we have it. Okay, ready? One, two. Alright, here we go. Okay.
0: We Wait. are on YouTube.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Yeah. This is Our
0: identities.
1: Yeah, and like you said, we are on YouTube. I'm a little nervous. I'm nervous too. I'm <laughs> smiling. We don't smile yeah. this much. This is our first episode, so. <laughs> this is our first Hopefully
0: episode. you guys like it. Yep, I hope you do. I know some of you, thank you for those who have been watching, not watching us, hearing us, listening to us in our Spotify podcast um, audio only, you know, yep. as you can see, we have gone high tech with our microphones. So we didn't, have these before, by the way. We, didn't. Yeah. we just used our phones. <laughs> yep. Yes. But. but yeah, we're here and we're excited.
1: Yeah. It's exciting.
0: I really feel like a content creator right now in this moment.
1: And you are, we are. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're talking about that earlier. Yeah. We were, we're having mm-hmm. a
1: conversation about how. Yeah. Chelly, I mean Chelly, you've been a content creator. She posts a lot on Instagram, and
0: I do. She, uh, you can follow me at ara b twenty three,
1: and you can follow me at, at oscar vente. Oscar. I don't post that much, that's why I was. <laughs> we'll put it <laughs> under
0: the about, uh, the YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, you
1: guys can follow us, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I guess we'll we'll go ahead and get started on this mm-hmm. one. Yes, um, this is uh, identity. Yes. Um, and I guess I hope we can start this off. I maybe just a little bit. I think it came up in the last season. Mm-hmm. We talked maybe a little bit about it. Uh, I don't know if it was on the podcast or maybe off camera or off the podcast. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, basically our identities and like how we identify and who we are. Um, yeah. and we. I think I think it's an important thing. I think it's something that, you know, I'm 20 or like I'm almost 30 yeah this and year yeah this year I'm, I'm this year and this it's still years. something that you know uh even now i'm still kind of like thinking about and i still feel like it's changing or mm-hmm. it's like always uh yeah kind of something that i'm always interested in so mm-hmm.
0: um yeah and i think our mental health because mm-hmm. in our last season check out our spotify um we did talk a lot about mental health like we had one episode on mental health but it was not like but throughout the whole different topics and episodes there were things about mental health
2: yeah yeah. like
0: it was everything was mental health uh, related and i think that in that it's like how we perceive ourselves so that has a lot to do like our thoughts about ourselves yeah so yeah identity i think we've talked about a lot Mm -hmm. in the last season but as the new year began yeah. we want to start off with that like new year new me right yeah 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 exactly who is me
1: who is me who who is we who is us who, what was the first who is you who is you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah and that's a good segue into um well what do we think about identity first of all what what is it i guess um and i'll i guess i'll start off uh, <laughs> we're trying to Have me answer my own questions now, because I ask a lot of questions, but I don't give a lot of answers sometimes. (laughs) Um, So yeah, uh, I think identity, Mm -hmm. uh, what is it? I guess it's just the way that we think about ourselves, the Mm -hmm. way that uh, maybe we also think other people think about ourselves, Mm -hmm. think about you. So not just our own perceptions, but maybe our thoughts about what other people think about us as well, Mm -hmm. maybe. Yeah. Um, I think that is, yeah, I guess that's the definition for me. Uh, and mm-hmm. not to get to the actual, what do I identify as? Uh, and we can take this in so many different ways. But...
0: Yeah, like even that sentence itself, that that let me think about uh, like gender identity and the sexual identity. So that's, too. yeah, there's yeah. gender
1: identity, sexual identity, sexuality. Mm-hmm.
0: But again, like whatever identity means to you, who, right, how do like, you identify? Like, what is the
1: first thing that comes up to mind? So for mm-hmm. you, it was gender. For me, it was, I guess, um, yeah gender doesn't usually come up usually what comes up is like ethnic identity mm. that's the first one that kind of comes yeah. up, like ethnic nationality kind of thing um and where i'm from i think those are the two main ones that i, that I think a lot about yeah so for example that's awesome yeah 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 So. that's really,
0: awesome how we have different perceptions yeah yeah
1: and that's i think that's kind of the thing about identity right like yeah. i think it's people have different ones that i feel like yeah they kind of um uh, I don't know how you would say it. the 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 knob is turned mm-hmm. on more for one than another, kind of mm-hmm. than another one. Um, yeah, but, definitely. But yeah, do you want to share anything else? I guess about identity and what you think it is. Or?
0: Again, like we could go in the psychological route of identity, right? Oh, okay. Like the it, the ego, the super ego, oh, the like ego. that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Or we can just talk about our own experiences of identity mm-hmm. and like our upbringing, because again, with identity it goes back to the time you were born like Mm -hmm. even before then like your parents Mm -hmm. that's where identity began Mm -hmm. you know like our lineage our ancestry like how connected we are to different types of of our identity Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right so i think i so for like i really like what you kind of express right now and the question is like what comes up first when you think about identity for me it's being a woman like that's always every time there's activities because you know I did social work I went to grad school for social work we had activities about that our mm-hmm. own identity so I've always had to write down like what are what do I identify like my top three or five top five woman has always been number one mm-hmm. like I identify myself as a woman first before I say I'm Mexican American mm-hmm. that's my second identity mm-hmm. and then my third identity the third thing that I will focus on is that i am um that i'm the eldest oh yeah that's yeah so those are my top three yeah yeah yeah. and then from there i can go to my i graduated from msw or like so my parent yeah like a Im- parent of immigrant like right, a, right. a daughter of immigrants or my parents are immigrants born and raised in south la you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. but yeah so but the top three would be women mexican american and eldest that's
1: so interesting yeah so what you are said, your top three well, I was gonna, before i answer mine yeah. like do you, do you kind of know i guess is it because you were doing all those um assignments that like women kind of came up on top or what i think what is the reason for that first
0: think? i think because i've um i think because first of all the activities have helped me find some clarity of like what i think of myself mm-hmm. but also I think because of my experiences you mm-hmm. know and being and living in a, I know every nationality every ethnicity every country has their own machismo patriarchy but I feel like living in a Mexican household Hispanic household you you see machismo mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and it's interesting because you can see machismo even if I don't have siblings that are men
2: mm-hmm.
0: like we're all women but somehow, patriarchy and machismo played a big part in our household Mm -hmm. right and you know if it's my dad if it's like people around us but yeah like you just still felt it even Mm -hmm. though it wasn't present you know
1: like your experience as a yeah
0: so i can't identify with a woman a daughter that had a sibling that was a a brother a male Mm -hmm. but i can identify if like we were basically all women, but we still had to struggle. Mm -hmm. We still struggled, right? And yeah, so I I felt like I had the awareness, so that's why I identify so much as a woman. And then, plus, being a minor in women's studies and really focusing on human trafficking and sexual abuse, especially violence inflicted on women. Mm -hmm. For me, studying that and Witnessing that and experiencing that, I think that solidify my role as a woman to mm. be like top one.
1: Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Then yeah, and then of course, when I went to Vanguard, I think it really solidified me being Mexican American, my ethnicity, mm. uh, and my interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and Vanguard University, a Christian University, yeah, yeah, predominantly white, you know, and seeing how I was fortunate enough to finish my education. Even though I was a transfer student, for others that were there, had same passion, same willingness to finish their degree, did not. Mm-hmm. And again, because. We, and that's a separate topic that we already <laughs> talked about, but there's more co- discourse the, for that. Watch the other podcast. Um, but yeah, so I think that solidified my Ross Mexican American and how disconnected I was to my ethnicity so like going to mexico this year oh, right yeah, yeah. and the first time i went with you back in 2017 yeah, that right. really like started this this wanting to be connected right. to my huh. to my that's interesting, yeah. heritage my culture my identity of being a woman from puebla
1: hey
0: from el pueblo shout out San Lucas, Deja do it, do do your thing, <laughs> do your, do your thing, uh, which one, which one, the, the sound effects of no, the no, do I don't want to do it, I want to do
1: it, it's too early,
0: when we were practicing last week, he was like, trying out yeah, all these, de-
1: oh, because uh, in Puebla, if you're from Puebla, or Mexico City, Mexico, Guerrero, yeah, like that, that area, they they have a lot of the cumbia sonideras, uh-huh. which is actually what, talking about my identity, that's something that, um, i'm very like pr- i don't say like proud of but it's like one thing that i, I like to connect with like the uh-huh. music yeah because it's actually a little bit different than some of the kind of mainstream Mexi- mexican music that you hear on the radio it is. uh you don't hear as many cumbia sonideras on the radio at least there's been a few here and there yeah but um that's uh yeah yeah so that's a very uh, particular thing that identifies yeah. uh, or that I, I yeah i have like some pride in i think mm-hmm. um because of that so yeah um, Cool. Yeah, yeah. I guess to talk about, because you were mentioning the whole, like, um it's interesting because it's, like, two different contexts, like, in the one context, you were all with women, but even though you were all, like, I guess women, and you were in, or, like, you were in gender studies or women's studies? Women's it?
0: studies, yeah.
1: Even though it was, like, probably mostly women, you still, maybe it because of that, you felt maybe extra pride, I don't know, or extra, like, it just
0: yes there was like an empowerment 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 and i mean my director yeah she was like the director teacher of that um the minor of the global center for women women in justice like she was amazing and she really empowered us and you know there were even though she was very open to share her experiences and she had like an open space and safe space, that's when I realized how my story similar stories but yet different. Yeah. Because I am Mexican American. Right. Because like because I come from a a parents um parent like parents that are immigrants or from a different household. Yeah. Right? That is really different. And I noticed that difference. So when I graduated, you know, then twenty seventeen we went to Mexico and even going to grad school for social work now being surrounded by so many people that are alike
2: because in that community
0: it's very diverse Mm -hmm. and I would say most of my cohort was like very mixed Mm -hmm. you know so yeah so in in and then I had like a really great I still have my best friend who is very connected and rooted to her culture Mm -hmm, and I'm mm -hmm. like I want to also be connected yeah, yeah. and rooted to my culture. And then he, you, you are connected to yeah. your culture. Well, like, especially, like, having conversations when you were in Stanford.
1: Well, that's what I was going to talk about. My experience is interesting because I think I always struggled with, like, I think I'm just the kind of person that, like, hates being put in a box. Mm. And, but anyway, when I got to Stanford, kind of like with you and Vanguard, um, you know, I was one of few, there wasn't a ton of, like, Mexican, Latin. I mean, there w- there was, out of the Latino, Hispanic group, Mexican was probably the highest group, mm. but yeah, you're right, like, when you get there, you're like, okay, I'm Mexican, I guess, but then you start to realize that there's that intersectional, the mm-hmm. intersectionality, which is, I think, where I kind of find the most, like, kind of, in- I feel like that's where I kind of dabble, and I and I lose myself in that, because, uh, you know, I can be Mexican, and then... I go to Stanford, and I meet all these people who are, mm. they're Mexican, but they're, like, not from South Central. Yeah. Or they're from, like, these other backgrounds where higher socioeconomic status. Socioeconomic status is another big one for me, actually. Mm. Um,
0: is that your top three? Or? I would
1: say, I would say ethnic, socioeconomic <laughs> status, and then, uh, what's the third <laughs> I just said? I forgot it.
0: Um, music? Maybe,
1: not music, oh. it was, like... Um, uh, I don't where, I'm you... from, like where, where I'm from like where I'm from. like like the places that I'm from. Uh-huh. Places actually are very important like it's one of those things. It's a good it's a marker for me. Like I mm. I kinda like can identify people based on where they're from. I shouldn't, but I do. I do kind of yeah. overgeneralize it just because I feel like an area kind of has at least for me it has had a lot of impact. Mm, in, mm-hmm. in, in I guess in my experience. So Yeah. Um but yeah but I guess going back just like I was like really interested in like i got to stanford i'm mexican but i'm like very different from the mexican who uh even the mexican who was from south central like shout out you know who you are uh, <laughs> even he was like different than i was we had like yeah. little things that kind of made us different uh, but yeah we were all in the same place and, and and i think
0: that's something we need to like um be aware of
1: yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah that even though we're so similar because sometimes you can feel that like what makes me so different like we're all from like i you know there's this person that lives also in south central who is la based who has the same major as me who has the same kind of background as me like what makes me different but in reality there are differences like if you really assess and self-reflect mental health um you can really see that hey we all have our own unique story Exactly. and even like your own identifiers may be very different from your friend's identifiers. Oh, of course. I'm, I'm yeah. almost certain of that. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Put
0: your identifiers down below. <laughs> yeah. Call me your identify- Call top it. three identifiers down below. Top Zambilo. three. Uh, yeah. I know I like it's a, personal. It's pretty personal. It is. Yeah.
1: It is. But yeah, it's it's one of those things. And I think that's the takeaway for me with identity, mm-hmm. I think, when I think about it, is like, there's just so many different ways to identify. And like I said, I kind of mm-hmm. like think about it as like knobs, you know, if you're to yeah. turn on the volume. Sometimes you turn one up more than mm-hmm. others, depending on the situation. Like I think that's about, way. you know, like I think about, uh, you know, when I'm at Stanford, I, I, I think that South Central uh, knob I turned up, I'm like, because there's not many people from South Central, wow. and I, I like to feel like I'm special, <laughs> like I'm unique. Um, and that's, that's what, what I identify, identify. that kind of yeah. makes me mm-hmm. a unique person in that setting. Uh, or sometimes, sometimes I, I do want to be a little bit more Mexican. And, you know, when I was in Mecha, mm, we kind of, mm-hmm. were trying to relate more around our ethnic background. Yeah. And, or, or around Christmas time, everybody kind of celebrates similar things. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you want to connect yeah. on that. No. But I've been that kind of person. And I, and I don't know. I think that's just the way that I think about it, like, depending on the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I'm a Gemini. So I also, you know, people always say that we're like two-faced. but. It, I don't know. It's like for me, it's like I like. To yeah, kind we could of, go
0: in that horoscope route. too an identifier. it's part of
1: my identity, Gemini, being a Gemini. Sometimes yeah. I think about that. And, that is,
0: and you know what? Uh, that. Okay, are it doesn't you Doesn't have where, to be that way, but. Are you finished uh, with your thought? Because I'm gonna go with somewhere totally different.
1: I think. I think so. Wait, let me just clarify with the horoscope yeah. thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's fun, but then sometimes I do take. I think people take it seriously, and they do make it part of their their identity. Um. Again, kind of like what I was saying. Yeah. I turn it on and off depending on the situation. Right <laughs> and now it's on. Like, I I'm know like, Gemini do yeah, this. So yeah, let yeah, me. You're a <laughs> uh, I'm trying to connect with you right now. Um. But yeah, that's that's it. That's all I
0: have. To do. Well, actually, you talked about horoscopes, so that's where I was gonna go.
1: Oh okay. Okay.
0: Because it's interesting, like you just saying, like how there's different knots and this, like if you, just based on these identifiers, I can already like kind of assume. Some things about you, right? Or, right? Is that what you were trying to say with the whole knobs? Like, if I know where you're from, I know, no, with like...
1: The, with the knobs, I meant, like, imagine you had, like, a, a panel mm-hmm. with knobs where you can turn on the volumes. Oh, okay. So, let's say I have the Mexican-American knob. I can turn it on sometimes, but I can yeah. also turn it down. Yeah, And I Got can turn it. this other one big and this one okay. down. Okay, so
0: I guess what I was talking more about was when you said that, when I, if I know where you're from, I already... You can already, like... is it assuming or is it like more like know a little bit more about you
1: so me internally I can move the knobs to kind of like put put out certain things Mm -hmm. if I were to go and now start to look at somebody Mm I I'd like to use the where you're from identifier Mm -hmm. to kind of start to get a picture of kind of what they're about or what they are you know some Mm -hmm. people kind of will say what's your horoscope and then they're like ah so you're like this and like this for me it's like where are you from yeah
0: and and then then let's say someone says I'm from Whittier
1: and then I'm like oh Whittier i know i you know probably what, 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 latino what, what, probably latino probably a little bit higher socioeconomic status slightly higher uh they probably have a nice house or uh, you know it's a decent neighborhood so that's why um,
0: are those assumptions those what? are assumptions those are okay assumptions. okay Here there you go yeah. all right that's what i was getting yeah, at yeah. because i feel like that's what that's what is happening now like there's a lot of big on uh, big thing about horoscopes and like yeah, and tiktoks thing. and instagrams of like thing these are some traits for cancers these are some traits for Scorpios or even someone says let me tell you my experience with these types and then they'll say I'm a Scorpio so they'll always like put me down they always say (laughs) like they're like I'm sorry Scorpios are the worst sorry I can't date Scorpios oh sorry and I'm like what the fudge like do you know me like I I do it for I think, fun, though.
2: I do it for fun. No, yeah. but it's,
0: it's interesting. Like you said, people yeah, yeah, yeah. do take it seriously. Like, identifiers are, for some people, very important. And I think there's some identifiers for me that are super important.
1: Well, let's talk about the... I don't know if you... Or did you have one? Because I have one that I just thought about. Maybe...
0: I I still want to go through my rant about horoscopes. Okay. Yeah. So I. I, (laughs) (laughs) They're not real. (laughs) Um, And that's the thing. And sometimes it's kind of like asking yourself, like, because let's say you're watching all these content about horoscopes and let's say you're a sign that people don't like like I think some of the, the biggest signs, yeah, right? Um, they don't like me either um, or, you know, so then they, <laughs> they, they, so a person can be like, oh crap, you really can't change your horoscope because it's yeah, when yeah. you were born, right? But then it just really could affect you like and you can mold it. into yeah. that. Like you said, you can become that because like, oh, well, kind of like self prophesying like, oh, well, I'm this and they're talking this about me, that this is how these people are. Might as well be that. Right. And then you mold into something that maybe you're not. So in that case, being also mindful of like how you take in other people's identifiers. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Which right, could right. be like a different topic, like. Maybe towards the end we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah, But I know that you were. Well, it's kind of
1: connected. Um, oh, okay. Uh, hey. What about this whole Latinx? But yeah, the Latinx, Latin, Hispanic uh, thing because um, those are things that I guess they're not imposed necessarily, but people feel a certain way when somebody calls someone a Latinx or a, a yeah. Hispanic versus Oof. Latino, uh, and people Oof. start to get really, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And again, that's the thing with. These things, sometimes we get really attached to certain things. And, and, uh, I think it's important to understand that, yeah, it's so, it's so fluid. It's, but it does impact people. Like people take it seriously, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. (laughs) Like horoscopes.
0: Again, and it's being respectful, but also taking in like, okay, this is, you know, this is, this is, this is not the way I, I don't take this identifier as like priority, compared to like this other person. But mm-hmm. you can respect that, right? Right. Like if they yeah. identify a certain way. Yeah. Honestly, to be honest, full disclosure, with Latina Latin um, I think there's other forms now. Um, I am not well versed on it. And I, I, but I can yeah. respect people if they use it, if I see it in their bio or they talk about it, yeah. I can I will listen. But like me myself, I think I think there was only one time that I used Latin X. Yeah. Because I was trying to go with the trend, to be honest. Like, Sorry, <laughs> but, sorry but you can cancel me right now. Yeah, you can cancel you, me. But I was just going it. with the trend. Because I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. well, my friends but, are using it. Mm, I think I know what it means. And then I just put it on like, oh, I'm Latinx. But, no, but, too. I,
1: but that's a, I, it's interesting hearing you say that it's a trend because there is actually an explanation as to why it's Latinx. Mm-hmm. And it has to do there with non, uh, non-conforming. Usually, j- basically, to kind of explain that there is more than one just gender right Mm -hmm. latino latina which i i guess people struggle to understand that or i think that also makes people uncomfortable because they're Mm -hmm. like no there's just men and women like what do you mean Mm -hmm. there's other oh yeah yeah. you know what i'm saying and and i think and that's kind of the contentious part Mm -hmm. um because i think there are some people who are not willing to accept that and so if they're not willing to accept that so Mm -hmm. why would we need to have an ex let's just do latino latina that's more consistent with what my world view is So I think it's not even just the Latinx, it's like getting people to understand that this whole world of like, people don't just identify as men, male and female. Um, But again, some people are like, but this whole male and female thing, or like multiple genders, people feel like it's it's some sort of like, thing that's imposed from academics, from like white folks, and...
0: Yeah, I've heard that discourse. And I think that's what
1: people feel like, oh, who are these... Highly educated people telling me how to identify or like how to not identify, but my response is like, there are some people who don't feel like male or female fits them, yeah. and that's why they use Latinx. Mm-hmm. and It's supposed to be used in a way to be respectful of people, especially people who are not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, there are people, especially in our community, that are very like, nope, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I'm male or I'm female. So let's not use this other term. So it's very niche. It's very small. Group. And you know, or what? maybe it's not
0: actually. I, I I really don't know. Yeah. So I'm just learning right now. And yeah. even I think I've heard the word latine. Latin, yeah, or Latin,
1: Latin with the e, at the end. with the e, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And I'm like, oh, this is new. And yeah. I'm like, I don't. I but don't it's similar know. to Latinx. It's just yeah. that they're just
1: trying to capture that the non-conforming, like, non-conforming. or just somebody who's beyond, not just male, yeah. female. So
0: unless. like, so okay, so this is a ad- identifier again. Yeah. I consider I. When I was young and I was I think high school, college, like undergrad, <clears throat> I would put Latino, Hispanic because that was in the box. I don't, honestly, I don't use those words. I use Mexican American. Yeah. That's easier for me. So like get, when I hear Latinx, Latine, I can respect that but I don't use that as identifier, not because I don't believe it but mm-hmm. because my identifier is Mexican American. Mm-hmm. That's it. And
1: it's actually easier, I think, Mexican-American. You don't have to identify. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I from. mean,
0: for me, because I'm like, I, that's as clear as it is. Mexican and American.
1: Hey. Okay. Let, let me throw another one in the mix for you.
0: Oh, this, no. This don't confuse one. me. By the way, la,
1: Latino, same thing. I have the same uh, thing. Latino. I think, oh, and it's connected to this. But Latino mm-hmm. actually removes uh, indig- like the indigeneity mm-hmm. part of it. It mm-hmm. does feel like it's, if you think of a Latino, when I think of one. Maybe people think differently. I think yeah. of a white person. Mm. I think of a light-skinned Mexican, light-skinned Peruvian. Yeah. And there is this thing called indigeneity, another one of these identifiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's one that I dabbled in a lot, when, I, especially when I was in college, because I saw a lot of my friends were Mexican, but I was like, what's so different? There's something different about me mm. and this Mexican here. Yeah, and I was like, Mm. "What is it? One of them was socioeconomic status, Mm -hmm. but then there was like this other thing, that was kind of racial too, because it was Mm -hmm. like there was like these white lighter skin, and then there was me who was like kind of darker skin, and I felt like that came with its own experiences, and I identified it as being indigenous, and also I think low low socioeconomic status, which I feel like there's probably a connection there. Mm -hmm. You for your indigenous, you're probably a little bit poorer, Mm -hmm. racism, I don't know Mm -hmm. colorism, yeah, but." that was one of the ones that I think I I like kind of um, part of the reason why I kind of connected back to my roots because Mm -hmm. I was like what is this like and why is it different Um, and it's mostly different actually as I found out in in places like Stanford because actually here in South Central there's a lot of poblanos Mm -hmm. Oaxaqueños Guerrerenses who are Mm -hmm. indigenous people actually Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just like a, a space thing and um, but yeah, that's, that's another one Wow, yeah. you
0: just took us somewhere else Oscar, which I'm really interested about because I feel like I, again like, I'm trying to I'm connecting, I'm, I feel like a baby <laughs> <laughs> trying to connect to my culture, like, mm. in that way like, I'm barely like Mexican American, and then there's like the indigenous part, right, mm. and it's just like whoa, but you did bring something else up colorism yeah so i think and you just reminded me i think that's one of my top identifiers too that i'm brown yeah and i'm, I'm not slightly the, darker. Yeah. yes um yeah slightly darker um or okay,
1: what do you or what do you actually what do you consider I guess? brown brown brown, you brown? Yeah.
0: yeah i said brown yeah yeah i, I, I am brown and again yeah. now now i feel like i'm gonna sh- like a lighter shader like like light brown not but because now I know more people like my community. Oh,
2: and you're right not as when dark. I
0: was in elementary high school, there was black, brown, and then white. Yeah, that's it, right? Okay. Now there's different like shades, shades. and there's stuff. Shades in
1: between, yeah. yeah,
0: and yeah, I felt like there was a lot of colorism that I experienced, and that it, again, it wasn't a top identifier until I experienced that. Yeah, like it was put on me, like started seeing the difference of how. Uh, other friends were being treated and how I was being treated. Yeah, yeah. How I was being attended and how other people were being attended. Yeah. Or how my, fam- my parents were being attended and how other people's families were being attended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah but colorism is yeah. a big one too. I, I don't know if how true this is, but one of the things that I noticed was mm-hmm. we were both trapped in school, right? Mm-hmm. You were tra- I was tracked meaning that we were put in like special classes, or like an honors class, whatever, yeah. gifted classes, or whatever you call them, magnet. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was very few darker skinned folks. Hot take, um, what is that called? Like I was going a little bit, uh, yeah, I, this is me being really radical in my thought. Yeah. In that I thought it was mostly higher end, higher socioeconomic status, usually lighter skinned. I don't think that's always as true, but mm-hmm. I think I, fe- I felt that way when I was going mm-hmm. to school. I definitely felt like in school, it always felt a little bit like that. Mm. Like people were either, were lighter and richer. (laughs) Mm. And that's what um, I feel like my experience, I kind of felt that. Um, And I forgot what I was going to say about that. I guess, yeah, just my experience with colorism. I remember there was a guy in our classrooms who was like even darker skin than me. And I feel like they always kind of saw him as like a, like a clown. And Mm. it was like, it was very clear that. To me it was because of the color of his skin. Mm. And he also kind of like internalized it and he mm. would act in a certain way and I was like Yeah. It was very interesting. It was almost dehumanizing in some way. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, wow, and I and I felt and you know, obviously you're kinda like it's interesting because I think it, it impacted me in the way that like mm-hmm. and I don't know if you've had this, but for me, in not trying to be dark. Yeah. And not trying to be dark. And trying so to true. be lighter. Yeah. And obviously I can't change my skin. Mm-mm. I think I thought about it and I was like, no, yeah. you can't, you can't do it. But in other ways, and,
0: yeah, and this, and yeah, this, again, the identifiers, again, when it comes to identity, do dabble into like racism, microaggressions, discrimination, yeah. you know, and some of i our identifiers cannot be changed, mm-hmm. right? Like the color of our skin, our race, our ethnicity, you know, where we were born, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, I I think when I was in high school that was a big identifier of trying to like become less brown. Mm-hmm. That's for sure because of the influence around me, but also like internalized again because I saw these experiences. I'm like, I want to be treated the way yeah, they're I being wanna be treated. treated. I want to have pretty privilege, mm-hmm. and being pretty privileged requires me to be white.
1: Yeah,
0: or and requires me to not have any hair on my arms, and requires uh, me to yeah. wax and requires me to put on makeup. So therefore, I am going to change who I am so I can be molded into what people like teenagers these days, yeah. adolescents. And I think that's just overall yeah. like what adolescents middle schoolers.
1: Yeah, and Oscar sometimes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 2023 Oscar. 2023 Oscar actually <laughs> thinks about that. And it's it's sad, and I feel I think I I feel very sad thinking about those moments because now I feel like hey and I have arm hair like right here like and I I'm not ashamed of it like I like being brown I even like in one of the podcasts about love I said I want to marry a brown person I want to marry someone like the same color of my skin or darker.
1: That that shows you that shows you like brownness.
0: Yes 'cause like <laughs> so. yeah, because again, like, yeah, like I don't know, theres just like something in me that I wants to appreciate yeah who we are as people and go against like what society deems us beautiful, right, 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 right? having sense. my own standard, and this is now my own beauty standard, yeah, which Probably is beautiful. like certain identifiers, yeah,
1: true, so no white guys, no,
0: no, no.
1: Mm, <laughs> Dang, Oscar!
0: Don't you dare! I blocked that. I, judging, yeah. <laughs> I I repeat But you. I definitely <laughs>
1: see myself when I and now if we're getting into that a little bit, like I definitely see myself uh, sometimes thinking about that, in yeah, and like, like yeah, like you know, you're kind of like thinking about those identifiers in a potential partner mm-hmm. and sort of having that idea of like, there's that whole idea and it's kind of a little bit uh uh what is it called um out there but the whole like improving the race kind of thing or improving which is fucked up and you shouldn't I think that's part of internalized racism that at least for myself I'm still I think continuously to work on.
0: Mm, um that's interesting.
1: But yeah, yeah, kind of yeah trying not to let those identifiers kinda um yeah taint my view of people and taint yeah. my life. But, yeah, if you're from Whittier, yeah, I definitely have a certain way that I look at you. <laughs> it's actually <Dang>. not terrible. <laughs> I'm yeah. kind of jealous, actually. Yeah. <laughs>
2: or you're I, wish I, yeah, I wish I was born in Whittier. Yeah, I wish I was downy.
0: You're funny. No, but um, I love South Central. Well, yeah, South Central is cool. That's great. Yeah, we, yeah, we love North South Central. We're, we're, we're living in South Central yeah, after 30 years.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or, so they, there's something here, you know.
0: Yeah. The, okay, this brings me talking about, like, our identifiers for a person, right? Yeah. For a significant other. The identifier of being single. Oh,
1: that is an identifier.
0: Yeah. That is. An identity. And people. Some. Uh, you know, Mexico. And Puebla. Them, oh. That's a big identifier. Um, to a woman. Um, but also like. When married friends. Or si- or friends that have their significant other. Talk to you about this identifier. For me, that's a uh, honestly to be truly honest, it's a trigger when people talk about my singleness. Like I can talk about my sing- singleness proudly because like, i I like I love it. I love being yeah. single. Like I, being an identifier as single is like, heck yeah! i I love it. You it's not proud? a it's not a negative thing. It's not a. But when I do talk to friends or people that are married,
1: <laughs> they see you it too. in
0: the lens of a negative identifier. Mm-hmm. Or of like you're still single, that, like that or I mean. they're like, oh, I can't wait until you have you have your partner. I can't wait until you're this mm. and you're able to do this and That's da da da. So yeah, like already envisioning my my future when yeah. they can appreciate who I am right now in this moment. It's kind you of know,
1: projecting a little bit.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's so uh so that's when someone talks about how I need to get out there or I need to get on dating apps or I need oh. to do this or I need to do that, I'm like, excuse me.
1: Yeah.
0: I where in the world did did I say that I'm a sad person? Yeah, yeah. Where in the world did it did you come up with the conclusion that I'm desperate for a partner? or wanting or this partner that. like yeah or yeah, do yeah.
1: have yeah. I done that? Have I done that to All right.
0: No, it's you more you on your own. <laughs> you have your little own sad moments and clouds of like you wanting someone. Yeah, if anything for I'm yourself. the sad one. If
1: anything <laughs> if you have, send me those friends ever, actually. Maybe you should send me those friends to tell me, yeah, we're going we're really happy for you. We're going to be really happy when you do get it cuz it ain't happening right now. So. I know, yeah, no,
0: but there's a there's a there's a reason why.
1: There is a reason. <laughs> Don't
0: go, Don't go yeah. flipping the script I mean, on. <laughs> I mean, I know why. It's me. It, no. it ended in our last episode of last commitment. season. Commitment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but have, Or even just like not, the fear of having a little bit more or like yeah, yeah, going to the next level. Not even commitment, just the next level.
1: Right, right, right. But, you know, I think it's It's one of my identifiers, non-committed. No, but uh, yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess. uh, Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. That is all correct. That is Mm -hmm. all correct. But sorry, was there anything else? I feel like
0: (laughs) (laughs) no. But I was just sharing like the singleness as an identifier, and yeah, and I yeah, and I have a lot of thoughts about being single, and I honestly like, and maybe a lot of single people. But think this the way I do, but you know, like I've been single for how many years? Like since twenty ten, so that's like how many years? That's twenty that thirteen years. A lot, yeah. At yeah, 13, thirteen years, so it's like thirteen years, yeah. Yeah, try not
1: to put a uh, judgment on it. <laughs> a lot, <laughs> thirteen. Sorry,
0: thirteen. Yeah, thirteen years, <laughs> and it's okay. I'm okay you know yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like if if there's if it's, and yeah there's been ups and downs in being single but you know it's I've learned to live on my own and be happy on my own and know that I cannot find I, that I do not want to identify as a person that finds happeni- happiness being attached to a partner or mm-hmm. having that dependency on a partner to bring all this for me
2: yeah yeah real.
0: which i think there's some people and especially women who think that because i'm single i cannot do this this and this and this until i have this person in my life
1: yeah what do you think about that like people who are in some ways maybe they identify as i guess it's hard to tell i guess it's not our story to tell but um yeah who, who kind of you know are not single i guess Mm -hmm. and who i guess it's fine if you're not single but i think to kind of tell people that right like you need to be like me or you need to and that's another thing right like that's the thing with identity like it's your identity it's mm -hmm. your thing like
0: yeah and i think with these all identities again it's where you prioritize so some people prioritize it's like i don't want to be single Uh, that's basically saying i don't want to identify as single that is, I want to, my priority is to not be that. So to be in a relationship as an identifier. But I mean, I think before, it's like how you see relationships, how you see singleness, and also your experiences with, with being in a relationship and also being single. I think that has a lot to do with it. Because I think when I was in high school, I wanted to be in a relationship like any high school student student a high school or adolescent but then i had like an ex a really awful experience that made me seem oh yeah i can be in a relationship but doesn't mean it doesn't guarantee my happiness right right like being in a relation does not guarantee my happiness and then like again like when i had other experiences with friendships or other interests i learned that hey like this is like I, I can't make other people happy. They can't make me happy. I have to be able to live with myself mm-hmm. and, know, and know me. And then the question of, like, how can someone love me if I don't even know how to love myself? Or how can someone know and understand me when I don't even know how to understand my own self? And then it's, it helped me realize, like, oh, maybe I'm not ready for a relationship. I need a relationship with myself first. Mm-hmm. And then now I feel like okay I know it, but it's like I really like who I am right now. I really like being with me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if someone can top that.
1: Yeah, I don't think any. I don't think any one person could, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I have friends, and I feel like having my friends, you know, Oscar doing a podcast—that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I like my friendships. I like where I'm at right now.
1: Relationships our extra work (laughs)
0: yeah and that too but yeah yeah so at least that's where i'm at when it comes to that singleness identifier yeah and i think with people who do that i think again because they have this perception of this of being single and also a perception of relationships or even like i think the most toxic one i would say is It doesn't matter who I'm in a relationship with. I just need to be in a relationship.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Just because. They don't even know why. They just need to be in a relationship because they think singleness is not okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, I guess my thought about that is... um, It's interesting because I think some people also... Yeah, you're right. Like I need to be in a relationship because of like expectations, right? Mm -hmm. You were going to talk about, I think, family when you went maybe to... I don't know mm-hmm. if you want to talk about it or not. But, you know, family sometimes, traditions. Oh, yeah. With there the are certain, like, traditions, make. family, things like that that, mm-hmm. um, like, I felt that pressure for sure. You know, people mm-hmm. being like, hey, yeah, you should. This is kind of how it is. Um, I mean, it doesn't, I don't think it's, like, wrong necessarily. But it is, um, I feel it, it. again, it has to do with where we're at, too. Mm-hmm. In this country, in this time, and the kind of things that we know about healthy relationships or how to have healthy relationships I think we're definitely thinking about it more than just jumping the gun and being like oh yeah, I just gotta be in one yeah cause I, ha- cause I have to because that's the tradition because mm-hmm. that's the natural path of like life which mm-hmm. you know if you ask my parents I think that's what they would say yeah. maybe yours too I don't know they'd um, be like hey okay first you get a job and then you get married mm-hmm. and then you have kids mm-hmm. and then you get a house or something and then you die I don't know <laughs> yeah yeah but um but yeah, it's a lot more complicated than that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or it feels like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, you should, whatever status you are, mm-hmm. then you should feel, there's always something to feel, I guess, proud about or mm-hmm. to feel good about yeah. because wherever you're at, regardless of where you're at and how you identify, it's that's who you are and mm-hmm. that's, 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 that's
0: that's kind of how it is. That's who I am. Deal with it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, and I mean, it's... And again, it's having healthy relationship with those identifiers, too. So, mm. yeah. More. Say more. Say I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, um, being health... Like, you know, singleness. Like, if I don't have anyone having a healthy relationship with my singleness. Um, me have, being raised in South Central... Right, yes. having a healthy relationship with that. So, and then that means like, there's beauty in South Central. So there's beauty in me living in South Central. Mm-hmm. There's a beauty right now that I live in South Central. There's a beauty that me and Oscar are right now in South Central in my house making a beautiful podcast. About our lives, yeah, yeah. you know, like the beauty in that. Yeah. So, like being in the health and not just say, I need to get out of here. Yeah. And that's honestly, that's been like a mantra, a saying that a lot of high schoolers, a lot of people have had. Like, I've had that mantra. Yeah, that's what you've had. And yeah. in, in manual arts, when I was yeah, in manual I arts, too, yeah. like, I want to get out of the hood. That's what we say. Like, I want to get out South Central. I want to become rich and I want to get my education, you know. Circumstances, they lead me back here. <laughs> <laughs> again. But then there's the beauty again because then you're going to be resentful with yeah, that identifier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm stuck. Mm. I'm stuck. I'm stuck here. I can't move from here. I need to get out, but I don't have nowhere to go. Instead of being like, hey, I'm here. I'm in South Central. I was born in South Central. What, what has helped me? What can help me from mm. living in this place? Mm. Same yeah, thing with being a woman. I can... I can complain about all the women, all the all the gender discrimination, all the things you know. And again, all of it is valid. But it's like, what is the beauty of being a woman? Mm -hmm. You know, what is the beauty of of being, uh, you know, identifying as a woman, right? So things like that. Yeah. Even though I do complain, but you know.
1: Yeah, that's healthy. Yeah, and that's healthy. Yeah, things happen. Yeah. Things
0: happen in this you know, world that it just way. makes you angry and full of rage. But also being able to be like, Oh wow, like I am I identify as a woman, I am a woman. Cool. 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 cool.
1: Because right. of that. Yeah. You get to live the life you live.
0: Yeah, and because of that that's where my main focus is, like as a therapist, my focus is woman, teenagers, adolescents teaching them about self-esteem. Like, I even told my where I'm at. Like, if I can, I want to get women, like, adolescents, especially that have gone through sexual trauma. So, because I know that, you know, I identify very well with women and experiences like that, so that can, Mm -hmm. here to empower. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so just having a really... Good relationship, and also always questioning, always like reflecting about those identifiers because they will change. You know, one day we won't, we may not be living in South Central anymore.
1: You might be a Downonian. Mm. I don't know if that's the thing. I don't
0: know what that is. Downy. Oh, that <laughs> you, you will be, uh, be like from Whittier. Uh,
1: Whittier, Whitter,
0: One day Oscar is going to be in a relationship. One day I committed, committed,
1: engaged. Oh damn! Okay, we're gonna scratch that. We're going that.
0: <laughs> Engaged—that's the word that was about to come out of your mouth. It, it half came out. It half came
1: out. I've been watching too many TikTok and Instagram videos of uh, couples. It's, that's yeah. I've been, I've been impacted by. it. That's funny. Um. But uh.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a lot. yeah so i i don't know if this is the podcast that you thought it was gonna be it was kind of about yeah. identity <laughs> <laughs> i know when we think about identity we think about a specific like identity <laughs> who am i yeah yeah but this
1: is i mean i, I feel like this is kind we of have identifiers who we, who we are and
0: you and have identified and people and people
1: identify and people will identify very differently people yeah people will choose not to identify actually. yeah
0: <laughs> and i think in i being mean, Kind of like knowing your identifiers and self-reflecting, but also being open to other identifiers, right? So you can respect and that's have a, a good, healthy friendship with those people.
1: So I think that's an interesting thing you're bringing up because I think I this is the struggle that I have, and maybe we can start to wind down soon. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know. if So I think we have some time. But like, so there is these identifiers, right? Mm-hmm. You identify, you have this identity. Um... And you kind of said, like, the healthy relationships with it. Mm-hmm. So, like, like let's, talk, let's talk about, like, the one where I am an independent person, for example.
0: Mm.
1: So, I'm an independent person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think, I think it's connected to your oh, idea. Oh, yeah,
0: like what we talked about last week?
1: I don't remember, but we just talked about... So, recently, actually, yesterday, I bought windshield uh, wipers. Oh, yeah. And I just told oh, you this story. Oh,
0: hey. Yeah, and, bring it back. That's a really I good mean, story.
1: Yeah, and so about windshield wipers, and um, I think my identity, in my identity, the way that I position myself and mm-hmm. think about myself, I'm kind of like a problem solver. Mm-hmm. I like to figure out things. I'm independent. I like to figure things mm-hmm. out on my own. I don't like to ask for help a lot, or mm-hmm. I usually use it as a last resort. Yeah, I blame this to school actually, honestly, mm-hmm. and I have a, I can pinpoint a few experiences in my. Education. Where are we blaming Manual Arts? Are we
0: blaming Stanford? Who are we blaming? I'm the kidding.
1: system. I mean, the system. I the think system. Edu- uh, certain educate. Like, I think it's mm, just educational kidding. system. It system. was mostly not Manual Arts. I would say it's probably more Stanford, honestly, because like. of the way that it was. Um, but yeah, I'm like that. Mm. It is a part of me who I've I've struggled with, but I've also like accepted. So I've accepted with it, but then I've also kind of struggled with it because it again, I, I, sometimes. I'm trying to improve that relationship with it, mm-hmm. right? Understanding that sometimes I need to set that aside, maybe the ego, mm-hmm. part of the ego, mm-hmm. or whatever. But, yeah, ego. Yeah, but then I bought these windshield wipers. I tried to install them myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think to ask. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I can do it. I can mm-hmm. do it. It was, it was freaking raining. Yeah, it was raining. And I couldn't I put them on. I had somebody trying to help me. Shout out. Um, <laughs> shout out. And um, we couldn't put them on. And yeah, but ultimately I ended ended up putting them Mm -hmm. on. But then one of them just like flew away when I was driving, and then the other one broke.
0: Flying money emoji. (laughs) It just flew away. Also, another
1: identifier is I'm stingy as hell with my money. I do not like to spend money, so even these I was telling Chelly like yo they were expensive. I told her how much. It's like bruh, they're like not that expensive. (laughs) But I was like. I don't know why It just felt like they were Yeah They're like Not that big yeah. But uh, They flew away Red flags Red flags Yeah just, <laughs> just I didn't Yeah and then, Letting loose my, my uh-huh. Red flags right now But Basically They flew away uh, The other one broke And I had to buy them again So I ended yeah. up paying double <laughs> And this yeah. happens to me I wouldn't say frequently Cause I I feel like I tend to be Pretty good about My choices mm-hmm. When I buy stuff I try to think about What You know like but this was one of those things where like because i didn't ask for help or because i mm-hmm. didn't even i didn't mm-hmm. even think about it honestly and then yeah. I, when i bought him this time i the, i was like so i even i didn't even ask for help i was like are these easy to clip on and the guy i'm mm-hmm. very grateful because the guy was like i'll help you put them on and i was like oh yeah yeah do, yeah can you do that actually
0: and then he did and he did
1: it and it was the easiest thing ever and i gotta remember Ooh, yeah. that sometimes that i can ask for help and that I don't need to do everything, always on my own.
0: So, uh, Um, yeah. So do you think you have a healthy relationship with your identifier as being an independent person?
1: You know, I think having this experience is kind of leading me in that direction, I think. Mm, Because I think I was able to realize, like, you know what? Sometimes I can be very, like, in my head, and it's, like, me, Mm -hmm. me, 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 very Mm self-centered. And, like, I have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I'm very glad, again. I think I'm reminded sometimes people around me when people around me kind of are like hey I can help you with it mm-hmm. I really like that I appreciate that because it kind of snaps me back into place like oh yeah yeah like I don't have to figure this out all, all
2: mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm.
1: there's somebody else or somebody it reduces the watch. anxiety it reduces the anxiety exactly um, not to say that like not to say that I get anxious when I try mm-hmm. to do things I, I wasn't that anxious when I was doing the stuff mm-hmm. it, I was more maybe the one that I need to be better about is the money thing because I was anxious when the fucking shit flew away and the other one <laughs> broke and day. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to buy these again. I think that that is my, <laughs> where I need to work oh, on um, that part of my identity, yeah. the thing with money and the scarcity mindset, the scarcity which is of mine, so yeah. one of my, yeah. I do not say resolutions, but one of my mm-hmm. uh, intentions for this year is to kind of reframe my thinking around money and, mm-hmm. and not feeling like I don't have anything or, yeah. you know, So, but it's getting there, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. it's getting there. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, again, this is like something that I teach my my clients. Like there's independence, there's dependency, there are two extremes, mm-hmm. but there's a the balance, interdependence. For sure. For where sure. you can be individual, but you know when to ask for help. Mm-hmm. You know that you are comfortable asking Correct. for help and Realizing needing a community. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. and being, you know, well-balanced in those things. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I will try to put this windshield wipers on. But, hey, it didn't work. I'm having difficulty. They might go ask someone Mm -hmm. for help. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's interdependence. And, yeah, it's just finding that balance.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And,
0: again, with these identifiers, there's clearly, again, when we talk about justice, evil, like, wrong. There are identifiers that are like, no. Like. Like which ones? uh, Killing. Or, like, stalking or abuse. Oh, okay. You know, like. Well, for me it's much more If joking. you're
1: identifying as a stalker, please stop.
0: <laughs> Leave the chat, no I'm kidding. Uh, um But like I, things like that well, or or like uh Nazi or uh you know like Yeah. Someone who has identifier that So that's an interesting White like they're like the superior that, race. That's, that's
1: an interesting point you bring up actually.
0: Yeah.
1: Because Justice. there is we live in a world where like we want to give people the ability to self-identify in whatever mm-hmm. ways they want. Mm. So there is a boundary right there, at least. I feel like, yeah, it's sometimes it's unclear for people,
0: dun, dun, dun. but it should
1: be. It should, hopefully, hopefully it's not, but yeah. hopefully it's clear. I, what I mean, it's hopefully it's clear for people, but, mm-hmm. but yes, I guess there are some where, I guess, how would you know if, I mean, I feel like you would know, but are there ones that people wouldn't know that maybe, it would be, like...
0: Like, if it causes harm to someone, definitely you should like, check in with that.
1: Yeah. But obviously, if people are identifying in that way, they don't think it causes harm, or they think it isn't as harmful.
0: Because then there's the selfishness I feel like that's there. another part, right? That's, like, yeah.
1: part of the... I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. selfishness. The, mm-hmm. What would you call that? I don't know. Mental health. <laughs> mental <laughs> mental uh, illness. Yeah, kind of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, like... Um, is this coming going into ethics and yeah. like philosophy? Because it just reminds me of the class that I took. Yeah. Like between like being a hedonist and a utilitarian. Yeah. You know, hedonist is like seek pleasure, seek pleasure, like what benefits me, what I want, you know, take it. Utilitarianism, which I feel like I'm more of that type of philosophy of like doing the best for all. You know? Mm-hmm. What is the greatest good for all of us? Right. And some people don't have that type What's of... What's the hedonistic ones? Hedonists are like people who just want immediate pleasure. Okay. So like if this makes me feel some sort of pleasure or, d- or satisfy my desire, I take it. Mm-hmm. So like cookie, I want it, I take it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, wow. Okay. So it's like me. Like I want this, maximize, I'll take it. Maximize my Me. My like my desire, my pleasure, desire, satisfy yeah. my, my so desire, my pleasure. Like the greater good. Greater good. Mm-hmm.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah.
0: And there's other ones. But yeah, so I'm like, I think some people are like that in the sense of like, this will benefit me, 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 and disregard the people. So like, you know, common one, in the bus, you're young, you can walk, and you see an elderly person. Oh, yeah. You know, utilitarian would be like, hey. Hey. I am capable, I'm able-bodied, this person needs mm-hmm. it more than I need it. Here, you go sit down. And it helps everyone out. Yeah. hedonist or whatever other f- philosophy, ethical term for it is, would be like, I was here first and I'm happy here and I'm comfortable and I'm just going to stay here. Mm-hmm. And I look away. <laughs> Which yeah. is what I do sometimes. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Same here, I did yeah. <laughs> too. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. You right. know, and yeah, that's, that's you know, so it's those two things. Right. You know? Right, right. Yeah. But again, there's some that are very clearly like, yeah, this this is not okay. You know, yeah. this is very harmful. You can be having some pleasure of it or it's satisfying you, but if you really look outside yourself, it's harming people. Like alcoholism. Yeah. Like, oh, I look I identify as someone who likes to drink a lot. I love to drink. And then I drink, I drink, I drink. But then every time I drink, I start getting into arguments or with people, right? and Hit then people, yeah. yeah, or like, start cursing, people, yeah. or start bringing up shit yeah, and yeah. stuff. And then you wake up and you're like, oh, let me drink again because that is and, awesome. And like, I felt so good. But then there, a lot of people are just questioning. like, hey, do like no, like yeah, I'm not inviting yeah. you anymore.
1: And like people, I can I can see people using it as an excuse, like their identity as like, oh, I'm just an alcoholic. That's just what an alcoholic does. And it's like, well, you suck. <laughs> then you
0: ask yourself, yeah. is this a healthy relationship that I have with alcohol?
1: Yeah. Also, if you are that person who um, is excusing somebody for that, you also need help. Too. Yeah. <laughs> you also need help. Too. Mm-hmm. But I was gonna bring up. Uh, wait, was there anything else? Yeah, that's yeah. So, yeah. I was gonna bring up about um, how certain identities, or kind of taking pride in certain identities. Mm in certain spaces is threatening. So you're talking about Nazis and things like that, which is clearly threatening, or at least in our eyes, right? We see that as threatening. Um, But I'm even thinking about being, uh, you know, being like really Mexican or being really black or being really this, really uh, focused on that identity to a point where so it's so this is my point. My point mm-hmm. is,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's not. I don't think it's bad. I think people can be the ways that they want to be, um, but I guess what I'm saying is that sometimes people will feel threatened by that, and that's mm-hmm. also something that I think is part of being healthy. With like, like, hey, people can be the way that they want to be, mm-hmm. and in sh- in and, and if it's not hurting anybody, it shouldn't hurt you. Yeah. I mean. And it does sometimes, and I think that's things that, like, it's kind of part of, like, our racism, our internalized racism, Mm -hmm. our internalized misogyny, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm thinking even about, like, I was thinking about initially Palestinians Mm -hmm. and Israelis and, like, that whole thing, Mm -hmm. um, which is a whole deal. But, Mm -hmm. you know, being Palestinian, threatening maybe to people who are pro-Israel or, like... Mm -hmm. um, it, it gets into a whole thing about.
0: It starts with us, people. one person or two people, and then it starts to like countries and nations. Yeah, and yeah,
1: and things like that, and and yeah. not to mention religion. We haven't even talked about religion. Actually, I'm actually I'm surprised because. Um,
0: That's a different episode for that. Yeah, there's a lot because to talk religion.
1: About. I mean, a lot of these conflicts sometimes stem from these religious affiliations or religious connection, where people feel they are. There's sort of a divine, you know, like a divine reason for their actions or their existence when maybe they they shouldn't be there or they should or they shouldn't. I'm talking very broadly, but maybe some of you could imagine what I'm kind of like talking about. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Yeah, so uh, true. But yeah, now
1: we're like really just... (laughs) Uh, Yeah, making
0: it like a macro, thinking about it like globally and yeah. Yeah, you're right.